This inner power speaks. We chiropractors work with the subtle substance of the soul. We release the prison impulse, the tiny rivulet of force that emanates from the mind and flows over the nerves to the cells and stirs them into life. We deal with the magic power that transforms common food into living, loving, thinking clay that robes the earth with beauty and hues and scents the flowers with the glory of the air. In the dim dark distant long ago when the sun first bowed to the morning star, this power spoke and there was life. It quickened the slime of the sea and the dust of the earth and drove the cell to union with its fellows in countless living forms. Through eons of time it finned the fish and winged the bird and fanged the beast endlessly it worked evolving its forms until it produced the crowning glory of them all. With tireless energy, it blows the bubble of each individual life and then silently, relentlessly dissolves the form and absorbs the spirit into itself again. And yet you ask, can chiropractic cure appendicitis or the flu? Have you more faith in a knife or a spoonful of medicine than the innate power that animates the internal living world? B.J. Palmer, Bigness of the Fell Within, 1949. One of the favorite things that I love talking about this, and I talk about this with every quarter, is that when B.J. talks about this inner power, right, he hardly mentions chiropractic in there, does he? Right? So you see the word chiropractor up there at the top and the chiropractic there on the bottom, but otherwise there's not a whole lot of chiropractic going on in here, you know. If you think about it, and some people say, well, it's just being poetic and he's just kind of waxing this away. And I'm like, no, I don't think he's doing that. I think he did that for a reason when he, he wrote this passage, right? Because uh, let me ask you this. Does it mention the word back anywhere? No. no. Does it even mention the word subluxation? No. No. So, so what is it that we're working with? Right? Uh, am I working on the, on the, I thought I'm a, a backcracker. I thought I'm a neck popper, a headache fixer-upper. You know, that's, that's what I thought chiropractic was. Right? So where is that in here? So what do we chiropractors work with? This is an easy one. There's a, the test is answers right there. What do we chiropractors work with? The subtle substance of the soul. Right? It, it, we're not even working on the spine. Do you get that? Do you get where, how deep B.J. Palmer was trying to get you to think? Right? We're not working. I, I am not a backcracker. Just because my hands touch the spine doesn't mean that's what I'm working on. Right? Chiropractic has kind of shifted itself to make itself and everybody who's in it think that what we do is crack the back. And what we do is we make pain feel better. And our explanation of chiropractic, as I see from so many patients who come from other chiropractors, is, well, I put my hands on that person, and I'm, the per, where my hand is is on or very near the spine. So it's super easy to explain, well, the reason that what I do helps your back is because my hand is there. And how would you explain anything else? But I'm telling you that patients aren't interested in that. Right? Patients, and patients who even say, let me just tell you this, patients who even say, 
I just want my back cracked. A lot of them, they just, it's not that, that they don't want their back cracked. Yes, that might be what they want, right? But the thing is, is they don't know, right? Because we haven't told them. So if you don't tell them what chiropractic is, then how would you expect them to know it? So in your clinical experience here at Life University, could you please take the time with your patients to discuss more than the braves and the weather? Could you please take the time to tell them what chiropractic is? In your own fumbling words, because they've, they've never heard it before probably, and if you don't tell them, they might never hear it again. Do you get that? That you might be the one and only chiropractor, even if you are a student, you might be the one and only chiropractor they ever see for their entire life. If you blow this contact, then they will never know what chiropractic is. You know, if you just look at that, here's the x-ray, your spine's a mess, I'm gonna adjust you, you'll feel better. And that's most people's report of findings. Lie down, right? That's not a report. You have to explain them about the power, right? This inner power speaks. He doesn't say this inner subluxation speaks or this inner, you know, brain to nerve synaptic. It's it, it just, it's all about power, subtle substance of the soul, the tiny rivulet of force, the prisoned impulse, right? That's what he's talking about. God bless you. Right? And here's the thing. This is what people want to hear. And I get it all, I get pushed back all People don't want to hear this. Well, they want it in my office. Okay, so I have to just extrapolate that if they're listening to me in my office, then they'll do it somewhere else. You know, I'm not an island. I, I, I think every, any chiropractor can talk like this. The deal is, can you, right? Can you? And my challenge to you is try it. You got a year, right? You're in 10th quarter. You probably got at least, an, maybe 11th, right? So you got like a year, maybe a year and a half, maybe two years, depends on the person, right? But you got some period of time to try this out. See if it works. Come up with your little elevator talk, as they call it, you know, your, your little two-minute speech. Just start practicing it. What have you got to lose? Right? And here's the thing. The people who try this out, because I always talk about this in the 10th quarter, the people who try this out, they always come back to me. And they say, you know, I, I have so many patients in clinic, I've got to give them away. Because if you talk back pain, neck pain, fixer-uppers, right, if that's, the, if that's the, the thing that you're talking about, then what happens is you come to me at the end of 10th quarter or 11th quarter when you're talking to me, one of my electives that I teach, like, I really need patience. I, I can't get any patience. And I always ask, but the thing is, what are you talking about? If you talk about the Braves, you talk, not that it's bad talk about the Braves, or you talk about the weather, or you talk about back cracking and how I'm going to fix your pain, then don't be surprised if that's the predicament you're in. Because there's a lot easier ways to fix your back than to drive 20 miles to see someone in student clinic. Right? Goody's back pain powder is at QT, right? Right there on the counter. All I got to do is go to QT, fill up my car, and get myself a little goodies back pain powder thing and pop it in some water and drink it on up, and I'll get some back pain relief. If that's all you are, 
right? You're equivalent to like a $1.50 back pain powder. Think you get a QT? I don't think so, right? Chiropractic is so much more than that. Patients want more than that, right? We had a new patient yesterday. She came in. And she said to me, <clears throat> I've been to chiropractors all my life. You know, I, I told you this last time. And I said, oh, really? When's the last time you were there? Oh, a couple of years ago. Okay. That's interesting. Like, when's the last time you went to a dentist? Was it like 10 years ago or something? Right? That's that, like, you go regularly. Anyway, so she said, I go on my left. Okay. And I'm explaining this to her, and I'm trying to get her, and, and what happens when you tell people about their brain and their nerve system? Their eyes start going like this. Wait a second. So are you saying that I should get my son in here? Because my son has these like ear infection things, and you talk about the nerves here, because I'm always mentioning the nerves in the neck. You know, they, they don't just go down into the neck and shoulders where you're having your neck pain and shoulder pain. They go into the ears, they go into the immune system, they go into your sinuses. So we'll see a lot of kids who've got ear infections and asthma and allergies, sinus problems. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Did you say ear infections? So I should bring my son in here? Yeah, absolutely. And then I'm going on and I'm talking about the nerves and the nerves in the back, they go down into the legs. And, but they also go into the, the stomach and the ovaries and the bladder and the intestines. So sometimes people will have stomach issues or women will have premenstrual issues and that kind of stuff. <clears throat> she said, wait, wait, so, so my, my daughter who has like this horrible constipation problem should come? Yeah, you're right, right? How do you build a practice? You don't build a practice necessarily by, by just getting results. One of the worst things you can do is to wait for results to build your practice. Is that you want to get a new patient into your, you want to build your little clinical practice right now? The first time you meet them is when you should be asking for people. Because it's when you wow them, not when they get the results they want. That's the biggest mistake I see, not just in chiropractic, but in every field, in every profession, is that you wait for results before you ask for referrals. No, the time to ask for referrals is when you first meet them and they're super excited to meet you. Like, wow, this person's got it together. I really like this person, right? And this person told me about, uh, I should bring my daughter in for this and my husband in for this. And, and now all of a sudden you get, this is something I like calling chiropractic math, right? Regular math, one plus one equals two, right? That's a very slow way to build a practice. One plus one plus one plus one plus one, right? Very, very slow way to build a practice. What's chiropractic math? One equals four. One equals five, one equals 10, right? So it's not one plus one, it's one plus three, one plus four, one plus five. You get one person in the family, the rest of the family should be following. And then they have friends and relatives and etc. right? That's chiropractic math. That's the way you build a practice. You build a practice because you, you get people so educated and so pumped up in the beginning that they want to bring their whole family in and they want to tell their friends. You don't wait till they're feeling better. That's too late because then they got what they expected to get. Do you understand what I'm saying? Right? Why, so so you, you go to a movie, right? You see some movie recently, right? And you love it. And this was like, holy cow, this is the best movie. When are you telling people about it? You're you're even in the movie, you guys have your phones out on Facebook, rating it and on Rotten Tomatoes, and you're telling your friends, you're text tweeting, this was the best movie I've ever seen, right? You're walking out of the theater, and I see all you guys, 
on, their, on your phones telling everybody, you got to come see this movie. It's so awesome, right? Right? Instantly, you tell people about it. Right? You don't wait like six weeks and then say, oh, yeah, I really want to talk to people about this movie. Right? It's when, when you have that feeling, right? So when they're leaving your office, they should be leaving with that feeling that I just saw a good movie. They should be leaving with this wow feeling that this, this gal or this guy really knows his, his or her stuff and really excited me and told me about the story that no other chiropractor had the courage to tell me. Right? Because that's what I think it really is. It takes a little bit of courage to go out of your comfort zone and talk about this kind of stuff. Come on, BJ, come back. It takes a little bit of courage to talk about inner power and tiny rivulets of force. It's real easy to say, I put my hand on your back and I push it, and the pinched nerve goes away. That's really easy, right? And first off, it's not true. If you really want to get down to it, do you know that if I push, put my hand on your back and you have a back pain, that back pain will go away? Do you know that? So why would you say it? Don't say something you don't know, right? My cousin's a lawyer. He said, I never ask a question that I don't know the answer to. That's how come he wins so many cases. He prepares both sides. He prepares his side for the case, and he prepares the opposition. So he knows exactly what the opposition is going to say. And he blows them away. Because they're like, this guy knows everything I'm going to say. Right? And that's what, that's what you want to do with your patients, is you have to prepare. Right? Are you preparing? Are you using your time here at Life University to prepare, not just for a test, not just to take national boards, which is all important stuff, of course, but that's not the preparation that Life University gives you three and a half, four years to do. The reason you get this big amount of time is because are you preparing for the real world, the real test that comes after you graduate? <clears throat> that's the real test your boards and your, your licensing exams and your OSCEs, those are tests, but those aren't the real tests, right? Those are the preparatory tests to get you in shape, to get you in line so that when you are now face-to-face -face with that mom and dad like I was yesterday with a three-day-old beautiful little baby, are you ready for that, right? It's not are you ready for bubbling something in or showing some fancy posiology in a part four board like this, right? That's not what it's about. It's about, are you ready for the conversation? Are you ready to teach them what chiropractic really is? Are you ready to take it to the next level? I was just watching Tony Robbins, uh, one of his billion talks that he has on, online. Has anybody know, you all know Tony Robbins? Good, who, who, who has never heard of Tony Robbins? Oh good, good, that's good to see. All right, you should be watching this guy. Because this guy is like the, the, probably the greatest motivational speaker that's alive today, right? So I'm listening to him. And you know what he says? He says, if you're not living the life you want, you better step it up. If you're not living the life you want, you better step it up. And I'm going to extrapolate that and say, if you're not experiencing the chiropractic life that you want, you better step it up. And the way you're going to step it up, my opinion, just my opinion, Way to step it up is read some green books. 
The way you're going to step it up is listen to some chiropractic podcasts. The way you're going to step it up is get together with your friends and have some philosophy nights. The way you're going to step it up is when you're with your patients, or even if you're in student clinic and you're with other students, practice talking the tick. Practice so that when you graduate, like, you are ready. Don't say, I'll get ready when I graduate. That's like, late. Get ready now, right? The whole point of this next year and however long you have left here at Life University is to prepare you for that, right? Now's the time to prepare. Just doing what you're doing, just getting by, right? Just seeing enough patients to get by in clinic and just getting enough Bs and Cs to pass your classes, and that's not, that's not gonna give you the Olympic gold medal. That's not gonna give you the, the razor sharpness that you really need to have in today's day and age. You gotta be razor sharp. You gotta be cutting edge. You gotta be ready. Are you practicing? Are you practicing? Are you preparing like that? Are you preparing like most zombies that I see here at the university and every other place I go to? Everybody's just a zombie, right? Just get me through the day, just have another couple classes, and get tests and OSCEs, and you're all thinking so short-sighted, right? So short-sighted. You've gotta forget, uh, yeah, I know you got midterms coming up in a few weeks, and I know you got boards coming up, I get that. <clears throat> That's not what you're preparing for. Right? That's what you got to get through. But you're not preparing for that. You're preparing for the three-day-old baby that comes into your office. Are you ready for that? You're preparing for the pregnant mom who has a breached baby. Are you ready for that? You're preparing for the, the, the family, the entire family that wants to come in all at once, six people all at once. Are you ready for that? Are you ready to explain them about this? That's what I'm asking you to prepare for. Right? Get really ready. Mm-hmm. <clears throat>